Welcome to Momentum. We are encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matters. This is Debbie Del Prior, and I'm here with Denise Harlow. And today we are going to be talking about loneliness. Yeah, we. Um, I, I think every person has probably experienced loneliness in their life to some degree, but more more so some than other people. I think it can depend on your personality sometimes. I think it can depend on, of course, circumstances. And the quarantine season has really brought to light loneliness for some people. Um, What are some other reasons people might find themselves lonely? Um, I think if you have a sudden loss in your life, maybe you've lost a spouse or oh, ministry yeah. partner, especially in ministry. If your husband's a pastor and you lost your husband, mm-hmm. that would have a significant impact on you. Or the other way around, if you're a husband and you've always felt support from your wife and she passes, that could really um, impact you. Um, That's true. That's very true. Also, some people can be even married and they feel lonely because their marriage isn't good and it's uh, they, they cannot well, and, get uh, it resolved. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that... This is so much more common in mm. ministry than people want to admit yeah. because I think people in ministry feel this pressure yes. that they have to have all of their stuff together, that people are looking at them. And so I need to have, my marriage needs to be strong and it needs to be good and it needs mm. to be, and I need to be the testimony and I need to be, right. um, and I, I think They're afraid that, to go to counseling or yeah. anything because people might yeah. see or find out right. or whatever. Right. They're afraid to make themselves vulnerable in that area. And, um, I, I just think that that's a really a, a false expectation that mm-hmm. we put on ourselves and we should, we should never really entertain that yeah. for too long because, um, just because we're ministry or just because God's given us opportunities to help serve and lead, um, or to be shepherds in certain areas, I feel like there's an even bigger need to be, to model vulnerability. Yeah. And the sad thing is, many of you out there who are listening, you've tried it once and you have been stabbed in the back or cut down and... Or criticized. Criticized or whatever it might be. So now you're so fearful of being vulnerable with others. But... If you just keep turning it back to the Lord, look what the Lord has done in my life. And I I think that's what has helped our ministry grow and thrive because people can relate to Tim. He hasn't put himself on this pedestal. Right. He's shared with them our ups and our downs, and it makes them feel like, okay, I can do this too yeah, kind of absolutely. thing. So um, sadly, a lot of people who are lonely, they isolate themselves, don't they? Oh, absolutely. I I know we were talking about earlier, too, before we even started recording that, you know, sometimes we we may be going through things on our own. Maybe we're going through a really hard season. I've been through, the last three years have been very difficult. I had two, my mom and my husband's mom both went through cancer. My mom went through a heart attack and open heart surgery. And um, it was just, you know, one thing layered on top of another. And so that was, that, that's been three years. We launched, you know, a new campus during that time frame, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, th- there's all this negative, like negativity and I'm raising a young girl. And so going through all of that, it, it's, it's a lot to it's, bear. It seemed like the people that were closest to me, I felt like every time I saw them, 
it was, well, things are, they're still kind of rough or there. So you kind of feel like Eeyore. And so there were times I would get to a point where I would just, I wouldn't necessarily want to be around people because I didn't want to be a burden to people. I didn't want to continue saying the same things and I didn't want to, you know, and that's hard because I think that we, we need um, to be able to say, get to, we, we get to feeling fearful and, and worried about what people are going to think. And, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I think that we, you know, we don't want to be a burden to people. We don't want to tire people out or, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that that. And if you aren't, let's say you didn't have any close friends and then somebody asked that fear is, is definitely there. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable with this person. I don't know if they'll judge me. I don't know if they'll understand. And I know a lot of times in, in my life. Um, God's actually used people to try to pull me out that I wasn't always super comfortable with in the beginning. Ah. And so that's been interesting for me because I would, it would be the same person that was kind of pursue my heart. And, um, maybe I didn't know the person well enough yet, or I was still getting comfortable with them or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, but it's through those people that I was encouraged because they pursued me a little bit. They kind of, they would say to me, you're safe. This is safe. You're safe. You're safe. And I think that, you know, really the only person that we're 100% foolproof safe with is the Lord. But God gives us each other to go through, you know, go through things with together. God looked at man and said, it's not good for man to be alone. He doesn't want us to be alone. And I know um, through periods of my own loneliness or when I've heard other people really experiencing loneliness or something heavy in their life that they don't want to address, they say, I'm just in a really bad place. I really don't want to talk about it. And um, it's, that is not a safe place for us to be if we're really in a deep feeling of isolation. And so I think sometimes when we say we don't want to talk about it, really what we're saying is I'm not really comfortable being vulnerable. I'm not yeah. really comfortable with putting how I'm feeling and my negativity about what I'm going through out there because I'm afraid of how it's going to be received. If people are going to judge me, you know, if people are going to have a strong opinion. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's just really important that we find that safe place wherever it is. And you have to kind of gear yourself up Mm -hmm. to say, this is part of me being courageous and brave Mm -hmm. as a woman to find, overcome that fear Mm -hmm. and, and take the risk. It's a risk. It is a risk, but it, the payoffs are so worth it if you do take the risk because you actually develop those more meaningful friendships right. and relationships. Right. And if you if you come if you come to a crossroad and you feel like someone is not sincere and you've opened yourself up to them and they weren't sincere, don't close yourself back up. Pray and ask God mm-hmm. to bring another relationship along that yeah. is going to help nurture you where you're at. You know, yeah. sometimes we have friends for our whole life. Sometimes we have friends for seasons. Yeah, sometimes we have, mm-hmm. I, you know, sometimes there's occupational relationships that we have. Sometimes there's, you know, when we're young and we have kids, we have certain relationships. When we're older and our life changes, we have different relationships. And I, I'm relational. I like to have my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to lose a friendship. I always yeah. want them to be close. But God just moves people around sometimes. Yeah, and you are super outgoing. So it might, some people might say, well, that's easier for her. I'm an introvert. I have a little more trouble putting myself out there. Well, I can understand that because I'm the senior pastor's wife. We moved here, uh, area I didn't have family, didn't even really have many friends, and it, introverted. But I 
I learned that some people would offer to do things and I learned to put myself out there and say, respond yes. Right. Or looked for opportunities of people who I might click with or just were lonely and approached them and offered, hey, would you want to meet for lunch or meet for coffee or whatever? And it's scary, especially for certain personalities. Right. But it's so good for you. So good for the soul. And you don't always click the first time perfectly, but with time those relationships can really grow. Um, I, I can really attest to that. Those have grown over years. I mean, we've been at the church over 30 years now, wow. and uh, it's, a, it's amazing how you can open yourself up if you let yourself. Well, and there's so much blessing to it. There's oh, there is. so, so much blessing to it. And there's something very sacred about walking through difficult seasons with people. Yes. Um, you know, I've there have been relationships in my life where I've been, you know, super intentional about praying and telling the Lord, I want to be someone who loves unconditionally in this situation. And, um, that's a gift that we can give to somebody and people have done it to me. I've got, I've had people that have walked through all my difficult with me and never Mm. judged me and, and quite the opposite have built me up and encouraged me and wouldn't entertain me speaking negative things or wouldn't, wouldn't allow me to, they would allow me to say that, oh man, this is really hard, but they would say, hey, I, I, I still think you're a beautiful person with a beautiful heart. And, mm-hmm. and that encouraged me because it made me feel accepted. And so that's really encouraged me to be that for other people as well. And yeah, um, I think when we're speaking good. specifically about loneliness, um, one of the things that we can do when we're, and sometimes you're not in that place. And, you know, I know we, we speak to this in another podcast, um, either prior to or in the future about depression and anxiety. But um, if, if you're really feeling low, and these aren't practical things that you feel like you can kind of boost yourself forward with doing, you know, we really want to encourage you to seek professional help. You know, if you can't yes. find a safe relationship, um, there's so many incredible counselors out there. So just always remember to just, you make a phone call. It can be very discreet. People don't have to know yes. if you're worried about that. Um, but if you are in a season of loneliness, one of the best things you can do, especially in ministry, is reach out to somebody else. Yes. That can help mm-hmm. pull you out. I know a lot of times if I go super internal, it helps me when I'm in a really lonely or sad or discouraged place I'll stop and I'll just think of someone and I'll reach out to them and say, hey, how are you doing? How can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. And even if it's something simple, it helps to take the focus off of yourself and lift yourself out. Um, So I would agree most definitely. You mentioned if you, you know, if you have an outgoing personality, um, you know, that's, that's something you can do for somebody else. If you, if you've struggled with some loneliness or you can relate to loneliness, um, be that friend Mm-hmm. who will seek out somebody who's different or quiet and, and, and reach out to them and extend yourself to them and be vulnerable with them Yeah, and say, Hey, I sense you're kind of sad. I've gone through those seasons too. I just mm-hmm. want to offer it up to you. If you're comfortable, you know, I'm available. I'll meet with you or get together or have coffee or just encourage you or I'm praying for you. And yeah. Um, well, even if you are an introvert or a quieter personality, um, maybe you've just moved somewhere and it's, you just feel lonely because you don't have those friendships yet. Let me encourage you to really get brave. Just think who you could get together and meet with and invite a neighbor over with similar 
situation, you know, age of kids or whatever right, it right. might be, over for dinner one night or I don't know what it is, but let me encourage you to put yourself out there, risk putting yourself out there. Yeah, well, especially, you know, d- during the season of quarantine, um, you know, whichever season is, because it's a long season, it looks like it's going to be a long season. Yeah, especially here in Illinois, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, when if you're in a marriage that has some, you know, maybe it's not a rough marriage, but maybe it's just a marriage that because of the busyness of life, You've put a lot of things on the back burner and said, well, one day we'll get to that or one day we'll talk. And now it's kind of in your face because you're on top of each other and maybe yeah. you're working from home. Yeah. Um, and maybe you're feeling lonely in your marriage. Um, I, I just want to encourage you to pray through that. Talk to the Lord about it and be really raw and honest with the Lord and ask God to soften your own heart and soften your spouse's heart and to, and to create avenues for the two of you to come together and maybe talk about some of the sometimes. Sometimes the person that we need to be the most vulnerable with and safest place is right under our roof. That's right. And we're fearful of doing that because of some of the same reasons that we're in other relationships. Maybe you're worried about what your spouse is going to think or they're going to think that you're being weak or or whatever the case would be. But I I know with my husband, um, we've had... We've had seasons, you always have seasons where you're closer than other times, but it was one time we weren't as close. And I've mentioned this before, but I've gotten a hold of the chat packs and I thought, okay, let's just give this a try. Or maybe it was a booklet or something. And at dinner, instead of just some people get to where they're in the habit of watching TV or not much talk, talk about, I'd pull those out. And there could be really some great insight you get into each other from a story from growing up or school or a pet or first job and and it can draw you to closer and closer to kind of help uh bring down that wall I would really encourage you to do that because uh, sometimes the stories are funny and that really helps too well it's it you just made me remember um a couple weeks ago I actually But I was talking to my mom, and so this old, you know, this old group that she used to listen to. And so I have a Christmas album that I play all the time. It's Statler Brothers for anyone that's curious. That's what I grew up in. My mom always played them, and we had this ritual with the Christmas tree that we always listen to them. Well, my husband has carried that tradition into our family with us because he knew it was so important to me. I lost my dad when I was young, so that's a way of me holding on to my um, youth and my childhood. And so now my daughter is familiar with them. And so we were going, I remember, oh, I'm going to date myself, but eight tracks. Like I remember listening to them growing <laughs> up. But my husband and I got to talking about it. And we literally sat down one night during quarantine for three hours and started pulling up music from when we were younger, uh-huh. different songs and and, and, and finding them on YouTube them. And, and you know and we were singing them and laughing and uh-huh. it was such a precious time just with me and my husband to be able to ha- yes. it was fun like yes. we pulled up these songs and we remembered and uh-huh. you know we've been together for almost thirty years so we were able to you know it was just fun and it was freeing and yes. that was something that. Um, we could do together just yeah. to bring fun back in. Yeah. You know? and, well, Tim and yeah. I didn't grow up together, but one night we were started playing old seventies and eighties rock, and, yeah. and and we could sing the words. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we got them wrong. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious, yeah. but it does it does bring up some fun things. So yeah, so I would recommend uh, really get intentional about some things you might try. Right. 
don't just let it keep going. Right. And I, I think the, the fear piece and it, fear can manifest itself in so many different ways. And some people it can be very subtle and under the carpet and you don't Mm -hmm. really acknowledge it, but it's there. Mm -hmm. Other people will speak directly into it and say, I know that this is something that comes up crouching at my door. And I think fear and anxiety and loneliness, all of those things are, they're kind of in the sisterhood family of emotional things that we struggle with. And I think they can work against each other. And so I think we need to just as, as women, especially women in ministry, we need to not only give ourselves the freedom to be courageous and brave and pushing through those fears in relationships, um, but also modeling that mm-hmm. as leaders um, for other people to do that as well. Um, I know some of the richest relationships I have in my life are relationships with people where we have pushed through. Mm -hmm. fear and boundaries and things that maybe felt uncomfortable or each person going through a rough season for a prolonged period of time. And there's something really beautiful about loving people through. I mean, that's the body of Christ. That's what Jesus, that's part of the great commission and loving others as yourself. And, you know, I think that's what God intended. He didn't intend for us to be alone and isolated. Right. And talking through hard stuff. I know that's something I say to my daughter. She's She's funny sometimes because she'll Mm -hmm. say, I don't want to talk about that, mom. I don't want to, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about that. And I've had to tell her repeatedly, and especially as she's getting older as a woman, I've said, we're going to talk about uncomfortable things your whole life. Mm -hmm. But that's how we grow is if we push ourselves through seasons that are uncomfortable. And that certainly applies to relationships and when loneliness starts to creep in. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, So we encourage you. First of all, if you are just at a low, low point, you cannot get out, first seek medical help because there could be something uh, chemically going on inside you. always. But also, we really want to encourage you to don't stay in that rut. Get out there and make some intentional effort at overcoming this loneliness by meeting people or getting involved with something, whatever it might be, and also just to uh, pray about it. I mean, my mom taught me this at a young age, to pray for friends. Right. Um, and, and two came at the most beautiful time I would ever need in my life. Um, as a, I was like the end of my eighth grade year, and sure enough, we prayed about it, and God sent me two friends right at the end of that summer yeah. to go through high school with me that right. were godly girls. And it, so don't underestimate the power of praying yeah. for that person. And, and if your you're life. someone who, who is maybe more introverted and you, wanna, you, you still want to bless other people and encourage people and you don't know how to do that, I, I know of some, we both know of someone who is very, very good at sending cards, beautiful cards of encouragement yes. when people are going through um, difficult times. And one of these ladies actually sent my mom cards all throughout her cancer journey. And my mom oh. told me repeatedly how she felt God was speaking directly to her heart some days oh. that she got those cards. So don't underestimate the you power. You did that for my dad. Oh gosh! I, oh gosh! 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 I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't want beautiful. any credit for that. Well, it was just but, last year, but it was but, beautiful. But there, there are other. I'm speaking of another woman in our church that just really blessed my mom, and and it was such a simple thing, and it didn't require this person to pick up a phone or reach out. Mm-hmm. She didn't really have to even put herself out there. She just. Loved, of she loved to someone mm-hmm. with her words, 
and you know we can do that too. So if you're if you're not the chatty type and you don't you're not feeling super extroverted, you can just get someone's address and send a card mm-hmm. in the mail and just say, "Hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you." There have been seasons even in my life where I, God's repeatedly put someone on my heart, and I would just say for months, "Hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you," mm-hmm. and then eventually the person would say, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. Sometimes yeah. you have to invest in the relationship a little bit That's good. before we get any fruit from it and mm-hmm. things start happening. They may have but, trust issues themselves. Right. Who knows? But so. if, they, if you're consistent mm-hmm. and they know that you care for them, that it might help them to open up a little bit. Yeah. I, I, this sounds almost cheesy and corny, but it really meant a lot to me when I really put it into practical terms with myself. But to be the friend you want to have. Right. I've heard that too, for sure. And I, I I've really appreciate that. I've heard that even in a, in a that. marital context. I've heard that. Like, yes. be the spouse that you would want to be married to. Yes. Which I'm not super great at yet, but I'm working on that. <laughs> yeah. Or who you, you would want to marry your son or right. your daughter. Right, for sure. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's so good. Um, God is there with us all the time. He's comforting us, but sometimes he wants us to have relationships and probably most of the time with people with skin on. Yeah, Um, for sure. uh, And, and him and him. I think I, this is, I'm really happy that this is thought is coming to me because there have been seasons in my life, sometimes long seasons where I've felt very distant from God. And I've, and I've said to him, I feel so distant. I feel so distant from you. And I, I don't like it and I don't want it. And so many times he's reminded me that it takes two to communicate in a relationship. And that applies to God too. So if, if I'm not taking the time to be present with the Lord and to pray and be in his word yes. and listen to him, my relationship with him is not going to grow and yes. so that's another piece that we can even isolate ourselves from God yes. in loneliness. That is so, and that's so true. That, that's exactly what um, the evil in this world wants. Mm-hmm. That is the whole purpose of evil is to the make us feel, mm-hmm. you know, isolated and alone and hopeless. Yes. And God's the opposite of that in his oh, body. He's so good. His purpose is for us to not experience that in community as well. Yeah. So, Oh, I appreciate that. I'm glad you said that. Well, um, we're so glad that our listeners have tuned in. And if you all have any experience or advice, we just want you to share it with us by commenting below. So why don't you uh, close us out here? Okay, well, we want to thank you uh, for tuning in to Momentum. For more information and encouragement, you can check out Momentum.net. That's W-O-M-E-N-T-U-M.net or deniseharlow.com, or you can also follow Denise on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for joining us today.